So, Andrew, do you steal jokes? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Because I've heard from other people that you do, but I... Who? Everybody. People that I steal jokes from? Yeah. Okay. So, you've had a lot of conversations with famous comedians then? As, well, like two or three comedians that have seen your stuff. Where, two or where three. did this conversation happen? Uh, this happened uh, at, at various clubs across Man. the country. Yeah, okay. How's it? <laughs> How's it going, guys? I'm uh, I'm I'm Joe Reddington here, and uh, to my right, which you can't see, is uh, Brandon Smith, and to my left, hey is, everybody, hey, yep, that's him right there, and we got uh, some some, some person who's yeah, some person who steals jokes, <laughs> Andrew Manning, Andrew Manning, Andrew Manning, yep, Joe A.M. Thief. Joke thief, the morning thief, A.M. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Andrew Manning, AM FM Radio. We're coming at you live from WMRQ Stem uh, JR here. We should from do this JR every radio. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> Is that your best radio voice? <clears throat> <laughs> I like how he cleared his throat in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's uh, my okay, best. Okay, I got a cough real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my best radio voice. <coughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, welcome to WQRPLQDY, the thief in the morning. Come on and join me on your morning ride to fucking hell for seven hours. And uh, yeah, kick back and relax and we'll play you some some uh, shitty fucking music that you heard a little bit when you were a kid. And I'll know Joe. See, I don't think that that radio voice is, is appropriate because it was swearing. You can do better than that. That's the radio voice, though. It's not the radio dialogue. All right. Fine. We're going to get... Lawyery on you? Okay. Whatever. Getting technical. We're going to get... Yeah. Okay. We're just addressing chords here. Yeah. There's technical just difficulties. Just pretend I'm not here. It's fine. Anyway. Uh, all right, so I, I, I'm going to say this now before we forget. Yeah. So please say it. Please I was it. Uh, I was playing poker, I believe, was it Thursday? I was playing a tournament. Yeah. Thursday at Foxwoods. And um, we were talking. A tournament. A tournament, yeah. You were entered to be in a tournament through like a skill, like you got in because of your skills, had, or you just bought a, in? I had, oh, you just buy in. I had $80 okay. cash. Nice. So, yeah. Um, and I was I was talking to one of the guys, and he was familiar. I used to play with him a couple of years ago at this other spot, and he was like, oh, what have you been up to? And I told him I was doing comedy now and all this stuff. And he's like, oh, my God. He goes, I love comedy. I've been all these places, and I told him that I'm going to be, you know, at comics. 420, guys, 420, get your tickets. I'm going to be at comics. The Hitler's birthday show. Yes, Hitler's birthday slash marijuana day. marijuana celebration day. It's the, the day of the marijuana. The day of the marijuana. And um, I was talking to him, and he mentioned the Funny Bone. And I was like, oh, I know the Funny Bone. He was, yeah, I was there last weekend. Yeah. And what did he say? <laughs> and he said there was this kid there that was really funny that hosted oh, the show. Yeah. Wow, that's he had nothing nice. but good things to say to you. And somebody else at the table was like, I was at one of those shows too. That kid was funny. So there's two people at this poker table that Who saw both? you. Saw you. And he told me the whole story about how the guy stole the microphone from you and all that stuff. Oh he was God, at yeah. that show. Oh, yeah. wow. What he a said it was really nightmare. funny what he said to him too. I forgot what he's. Wow, well, oh, maybe, maybe he just listened to our podcast yeah, and he just was like, oh, you're that guy. He knew Those a lot. I know that little kid. Those I guess are he goes there a lot. actually my uncles. I asked them to try to, to impress go play my poker. friends. <laughs> hey, can you follow Brandon around and then? <laughs> yeah. 
That's part so yeah, of we got we got some you got some uh, positive feedback from your comedy. That's pretty crazy. Right? How was the poker tournament though? It was pretty good. I uh, I didn't win any money, but I won. It was some... pretty good though. Yeah, but it, okay. it was fun. I had a I always have a good time. But I won money prior to that playing a cash game at poker, so I won enough money to buy in. So it was basically like I was playing for free. Well, how long did you play poker? Because it. Uh, I played tournament style could last like a couple hours. Yeah. I played cash for about an hour and I made like 180 bucks and then the tournament buying was 80 and I think I played that for like three hours or something. Oh, really? Yeah. So we got down to like six people left. They paid three, but how many people were in, uh, 16, it was a smaller tournament. Yeah. They, they, eight thirty ones are smaller. Usually they, the ones that are like at six and seven o'clock, they get up fifty to hundred people. Sometimes like two hundred people. You could be there for hours. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now at those tournaments, is it just like first, second, third win, and or do you yeah. can you walk away whenever you have a shit ton of money? No, you have to wait you until to it's wait. over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to know when to hold them. You got to no know when to hold them, yeah. and then no once you get knocked out, you can't play. Anymore. Yeah. No one to run. You better. You never Chronic. count your money. Of course I know that. Yeah, what's it say uh, until the counting's done? No, until the dealing's done. Never count your money, money when you're sitting at the table. table. There'll be time enough for counting when, when the, the dealing's, dealing's done. done. Yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Uh, you better know when. Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. So, do you guys have any shows this weekend? Yes. We saw well, not this weekend, this week, though. Uh, yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. I guess I, I had uh, I had a show Thursday night, which was uh, which was pretty cool. I was at a uh, I was at the the Cabot's Comedy Club. Oh yeah, how was that? That was good. Um, it was actually there's probably like a hundred people there. I don't know if you've been. Oh there. wow, yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And when there's a hundred people there, it's uh, overpacked. Yeah, and it it w- was great just to like you know feel the roar of the crowd when you just said a stupid joke, and um. No, it's good. Good. Um, I went up there with Pete. We drove up, and uh, he uh, there was probably six comics on the show, and uh, Steve Vecarelli closed it out, and he did a did a real good job. Awesome. He um, they were gonna they they lit him at twenty, and he was just gonna f- do whatever he wanted after that. Mm-hmm. He ended up doing like close to like forty minutes, oh. so uh, it was definitely a good crowd. Definitely feeding feeding back from him and everything. So. Awesome, giving them the energy to to just keep doing more jokes. Um, so that was that was fun. Did Pete perform? Yeah, Pete. Um, Pete went uh, went up third. I uh, went up after him. Then uh, Chris Clark was there. Oh, he right. did a quick little spot. Nice. Um, Marty Rob, um, Tim McKeever was there. Marty. Marty was gonna go on it, but he wasn't feeling too well, so he did not go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vecarelli closed it up, so that was good. Who was hosting it? Uh, Dario Mar Marcani, I think I can't say his last name, but it's very long. Nice. But he's a nice guy. Awesome. What about you? Do you have any uh, Thursday shows? I've been really hard. <laughs> I've been really All hard. Right. Anyway, that, this podcast took a little turn. Yeah, no, uh, my really Thursday was I've really hard. I've been thinking about you all day. <laughs> yeah, been carrying that boner since Thursday. <laughs> I don't remember what I did Thursday. Sully's was Wednesday, right? Yeah. And uh, were you at Sully's? Yeah, I was at oh, Sully's. Yeah, you, were. you were there. I was. And then yep. I don't remember what happened the next day. The what happened? 
Oh, yeah. It's there fun. was just a, so much driving that day. I think it blanked <laughs> it out. I was like in a blackout because my body was just so still <laughs> that my memory shut off or something. Like, no memory until Joe's so Comedy so Convention. So, wh- where were you? I don't where, remember. Where were you Thursday? No, I'm serious. I don't think they... The Rhode Island Comedy Connection had a uh, $5 funny showcase show, and um, it was a pretty fun show. The audience kept on growing throughout the night. Um, By the time I left, there was probably like hmm, maybe three or four solid rows of people in that front middle section, and then uh, like a dozen scattered elsewhere. And, uh, you know, the comics all did well. Rafi Gonzalez was there. Tate Winston showed up. I didn't get to see his set because he was closing it out, and I left early because of, you know, super long drive, and I was already tired. Uh, Boy, it was was a good time, though. Sweet. What about anything last night? Last night, I don't think anything else happened other than the improv jam. Yeah, we we went up to the uh, Hartford Improv Festival in Hartford, believe it or not, and um, there was a went to the Spotlight Theater, so it was actually it was kind of set up a little. Uh, um, it was set up a little weird. We were actually like in a movie theater, mm-hmm. and like they just kind of had like a stage up front. So, uh, it, um, and they just had like a bunch of improv troops going up there and just doing, doing improv things. <laughs> One entire improv troupe could not make it from Boston to Hartford. Like, they were signed up to do this this basically a third of an hour uh show. Mm-hmm. Um Which is kinda were, which like, is kinda hard to just fill with someone randomly. Right. It's so. eight, nine and ten shows and then someone from like, you know you you know how time works. Mm-hmm. But they've they just plain old were like, Yeah, we just we're all out. Of, we're chalk out ideas on how to get, you know, <laughs> to Hartford. All the way from how Boston to, get to, to Hartford. Boston. Yeah. What's that, like an hour and a half drive, maybe? Yeah, they were like, oh, Two hours. the car broke down. And uh, Joe and the people uh, in CT Improv were like, and all the buses and all the trains and the taxis <laughs> and everyone's friend's car. Yeah, those fucking people. I wonder, I bet they just got a better gig or they were like, yo, fuck this. We're better than this festival. We don't need this. Yeah, and, and uh, that was just one of the the stages that they had. I, I know that I think they have like three or four in Hartford right now. So like, that was set up pretty cool. Um, the movie theater one. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought it was, and um, there's actually there's one guy who, the first show we saw, it was him and just a guy on the keyboard, and he did this whole entire like 25 minute act by himself, and he was just like. I don't know, like six different characters at one point, and it was, it was impressive. I don't know if it was. Um, would you watch it again? Yeah, no, I would watch it again. Definitely would watch it again. I don't know if um, Andrew brought this up to me late, later on. He was just like, I don't think it was that funny. It was just more impressive mm-hmm. to like watch it. And uh, I, I, yeah, I'd have to, to be I'd fair, have to agree with I think you. it yeah. took him a while to hit his stride because it, uh, the the whole idea of this one man going up and like doing this show seemed like odd i think yeah. i was unsettled and everyone else was like oh this he was all in black with a black fedora and i was like i'm gonna try and let go of my you know preconceived notions preconceived notions about people who wear fedoras and i had to really <laughs> drop that and especially since he was dressed all in whatever <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> <clears throat> 
the yeah. No, yeah, he was like he was dressed up in a, in a suit and everything, and his a, first bit totally tie. bombed though. Yeah, he was like pretending to be this dude that was locked in a interrogation room and nobody else was coming in, and so he basically just almost perfectly fucked himself in terms of like a creative strategy. He was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna think of an idea that gives me a lot of you know, avenues and ways to be creative. All right, I'm going to put myself in handcuffs and then in a chair in a room that's locked with a mirror. And that was his, like, first ten minutes was him just sitting there, like, basically musing out loud all these things. Like, well, I'm sitting here. Uh, I wish these handcuffs weren't on me. <laughs> it's and like, it- I could hear you back there. And, and, like, and you, like, tap on, like, the glass, but it, like, not really... The, the but the glass wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. He was improving the glass that was there. So he's like a mime, <laughs> but he was talking. He was almost. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <Like>, shut up. <laughs> he uh, also at one point he had the handcuffs on and it, uh, he left his left hand down by his pocket and rose his right hand up to knock on the glass and then put it just back down with the handcuffs <laughs> and then stood up and was like, "Get me out of the shackles!" <laughs> and it totally took me out of it. I was like, "Nobody else is laughing at that. That means that everybody's." Either glossing over that or not paying attention. Either way, you know, probably led to that bit dying so hard. That was the same guy with the fedora, or different? Yeah, guy? that was fedora guy. Right. Yeah. And um. TJ, shout out to Brian Quagan though. Fucking murdering. With yeah. His, uh, with Mr. His uh, Mr. DJ Quagan did. Uh, they did like a nice little. Was it half hour? Probably about uh, 20 minutes, I'd say, at least. Yeah. At least. Uh, it was just him and one other guy. They just, boom, off the, off the idea of Stanley, And it was just... Nice. Killer. Uh, have you ever met... Have you met BJ? No, I don't think so. Oh, nice guy. Um, he, he goes to Miller's Lounge a lot. Um... But, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was impressive. And at the end, at the end of the night, we, we actually, we did a little improv. It was, it was cool. I guess you could say it was cool. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it was it was fun. Um, I don't think I was good, and Andrew doesn't think he was good. I totally just spoke for you there. What did they give you some time? They said you guys go up and. Uh... Hang on, I want to just. Uh... <laughs> how, did, how did this go? Uh, I want to say, uh, speaking for Joe, Joe doesn't think he does good, and Joe doesn't think I do good. So <laughs> oh right, I just yeah, want to well, clarify, Joe doesn't think that I don't think I do good. Uh, that's a uh, pretty nice of me to know that you know you don't think i'm fucking shit joe all right sorry brandon what <laughs> how'd you guys get time <laughs> oh it was we just slaughtered two of them and <laughs> took their clothes that's that's kind of what i was going with i thought maybe you beat them up and hit them yeah. in the closet absolutely yeah we and we wore top hats and you put fake handcuffs on them too <laughs> yeah. yeah we were like and now you're in chains and bound and gagged and they were like <laughs> They're like, so good. Yeah, they just stayed yeah. in character. They were just waiting for someone to double clap and get them out of the scene. <laughs> what you guys how do? You fuck up improv people. Right. <laughs> what you get? What you guys do? Well, okay. So actually, what it was called it was called a mixer scene, which is uh, so like you just you kind of just sign up, and then there's someone who just kind of puts the whole scene together. Um, and you, there was since there were so many of us. They called like twelve people up to the stage, and then you play a song. And uh, what song did you get? Do you remember? It was some. Um, it was I think Nas. So, yeah. It was a Nas. Okay. Yeah. Everybody got like, you know, nice old golden age hip hop. Oh, nice. Yeah. I this the song that we got was um, Mr. Wendell. Oh yeah, Arrested uh, Development. Yes, Arrested Development. And 
so you just had to all the scenes after that were from that song like it was just like like a word or like just a little uh little blurb and um ended up doing like eight eight different scenes with all the 12 different people and like you know some people did six some people did two um but it's just kind of like you you go up and everybody seemed to know yeah. what they were doing also which made me feel real shitty when i went up there and right. fucking tanked so hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that it was that's how i felt too like like there was one one part where <laughs> like uh i was in the middle of a scene and someone just kind of like took me by the hand and i thought like they were like giving me like a lesson mm-hmm. really for a second but it was like there is like a totally different scene i was just like oh shit we're we're doing improv still like <laughs> i just like wasn't it like in my head i was just like oh shit did i fuck up something or and then like halfway through like her first line i was like oh you're we're in we're in a scene sorry and um then just that's kind of how it was I, I don't know i wasn't really like in in the mode of uh, in like the in my head is oh improv you know mm-hmm. you gotta get your gotta yeah. be a character we needed gotta... to play a warm-up game like zip zap zap yeah that yeah you ever play zip zap zap no how do you play that ready i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna point at somebody and i'm gonna say zip and then you say zap as you point to someone else and that person says zop as they point to someone else ready zip zap zop and see you fucking failed it's hard <laughs> Oh, I'm supposed to go zip when yeah, you do it? Yeah, you're supposed to keep Oh, you're keep it going. Oh. You just got to keep it going. <laughs> I was trying. I was, <laughs> I was looking out goes? for the couple listeners that we had left. <laughs> I was trying to end <laughs> yeah, the game. After though. that oh. one, yeah. <laughs> who, who told us that they listened? Oh, it was... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was the Asian girl. Quinn? I don't remember how to say her name at all, but I think it's Quinn. Quinn. Q-U-E. She listened to this, this show? She said she listened to both of the podcasts that uh, were on the site and, of uh, ours. And she said that... What what did she say again? Oh, she said, uh, Joe, I just got to say one thing to you, man. Hang on. Uh, let, me like, be, <laughs> let me be her. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Just say, act natural. Uh, oh, wait. Okay. Just what, what, what introduce the, fuck are we doing? the conversation. We're doing some improv here. I'm going to be Quinn. Okay. And, uh, and I'm going to be Joe. me. Okay. Yeah. Actually, right, you so be me. And sh- you're g- I'm, you're, I'm going to give you a compliment. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Andrew. Hey. You look fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your friend Joe? Uh. Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> your podcasts were great with Brandon Smith. <laughs> yeah. And, and. Thanks. Thank you very much for that. What are you doing later? Um, I'm driving home. Mm, what's your friend Joe doing? I think he's he's gonna drive home after 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 the mic. You guys gonna do any podcasts? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a bunch of. All right, dude. So anyway, <coughs> sorry. That went well. <laughs> that was uh. <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said. No, so she she comes up to me. She's like, "Joe, I just gotta say one thing to you. Um, just fuck it, man." And I and I was like, "That could mean so many different things." She's like, "Yeah, just just fuck it, you know. Everybody's gonna die, so just just be you, all right." And I was like, "Uh, okay." Like, she's like, "Yeah, so just be you, 
But maybe you are being you. Maybe you are just you horrible. Know, no. So subconscious <laughs> all the time. You just you care about what all everybody thinks. Maybe that's just you. So maybe just keep being you. I was just like, okay, whatever. Worst like, halftime speech. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for whatever you were just trying to do there. But I was like, all right, thank you. She basically just like, she gave you a couple ups in the beginning. And uh, I thought it was going to continue like that. And then she just used those ups kind of as an excuse to just come down on Joe <laughs> with like utter fucking ruthlessness. Like, oh man, you just don't give a shit, don't you? You're just like, yeah, life's life's fucking gonna end, dude. And and you just, you know it, don't you? You you know that you're gonna yeah. die soon, right? <laughs> yeah. That's that's why you're so horrible. You yeah. just know you're gonna die. That's a way to look at it's it. It's terrible advice every time that happens. What everybody's gonna die? Does she do improv? Yeah. Oh, she does stand up. Oh, okay. She's well. She's you know, done on her like fifth mic, I think. Oh, as okay. Of Wednesday. Right, but you know how it is with with girls who come into the scene. I'm gonna say it. Fuck it. Say Ooh. it. <laughs> no, it's just uh, they. Why don't you pick on someone your own size? Like no, 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 no. Right, right. I'm not shitting on her at all. I'm just saying that uh, everybody will give. All right, never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. Yeah, I already feel bad about things I've seen. I already feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think it could be different for women because there's not as many of them in the scene. That's what I was you know? trying so to it's, say. And then, but you know, I was and then it, is a, it is a business that's full of men, and these men have penises, and they might look at the women like, hey, you know, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's some of that going on that happens a lot in different things in life. Like, I, for example, I'm a DJ. Same thing when there's a female DJ. There's a lot of guys that are like, hey, it's a it's a female DJ. I'm like, yeah, she's a DJ. So, I see what you're saying. Do you think that, like, the hard part for a woman getting better at stand-up is uh, kind of everybody already, like, all of her co-workers are just constantly giving her leeway because she's a girl? Like, that's really our fault. As a collective you mean, male you entity. So, huh? Do you think so, though? Yeah, definitely, think, dude. Okay. If we're coddling, I mean, it's just like when you have someone like me, for instance, whose parents really just kind of let them go about their life, like, <laughs> like, oh, you're born, here you go. Yeah, you're 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 in already. You're great. <clears throat> you know, just constantly validating them like men do to a woman who's like the only woman for like fifty dudes, and especially since we're this isn't like a traditional workspace. I heard someone talking about how stand-up has this weird environment where you are in bars, you're at night, people are drinking. Mm-hmm. It's like this weird vibe that really shouldn't go with being a co-worker, but mm-hmm. that's how... Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. That, right? yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, yeah. I think that they, um, if someone's in that position, though, once they get in front of a, a few, I would say, real audiences, like not open mic audiences or bringer audiences, they kind of start to figure it out, you know? People, there's people that are, especially if you have an audience that's like half women, half men. You know, the women are gonna. I don't think they might coddle as much. I, I guess everyone's different. I hate to generalize, you know, but I mean, no, if you get yeah. in front of like a real audience, that's uh, you know, a work, like a Friday or Saturday night working audience, um, people who actually have like real jobs and like real things. It's going to be a little more subjective, you know, a little more even on the who they're going to laugh at. I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen, uh, yeah. dude. So I, th- I think that's you know, it's if someone's if a woman is working toward it, maybe in the beginning, 
it might be a little easier. Maybe we just might see it as easier. It also has got to be harder for her because if you think about it, unless she's uh, – women, I'm sure they know that a lot of these men are either talking to them or laughing or whatever they're doing just because they're a little interested in them, you know. So I'm sure they have that going on too, so they have to deal with that. So that They have to have a lot of self-control to not let that knowledge get away from themselves though, don't you think? Oh, you mean like if so, if everyone's like, oh, you're great, you're great. When they're new, is that what you're talking about? I'm saying that eventually they're going to start believing it, or at oh, least yeah. forgetting to check themselves mm-hmm. and be so harsh and critical that they can put those, you know, basically inflated uh, ego messages. They'll just be able to put those aside. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I don't know. I mean, nothing against girls in comedy. I'm just saying, like, not a lot of people have the amount of self control. Everybody does that when people jack them off constantly, and mm-hmm. then they think they're just yeah, amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure uh, you, in a way, can relate to that, right? Definitely. Especially because I'm adorable and young. People <laughs> cut me slack. And they jerk you off all the time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, you know... Well, I think the true route. the true test, like I said, is a real audience. So once they, once people, anyone in that position, female, male, whatever it is, if you get in that position, you start to get in front enough in front of enough real audiences, then you start to realize if you're true to yourself, you know, then you're like, all right, I gotta be this or that or this isn't working or what's going on. I got to start getting in front of more real crowds to get real feedback. You know, right? But no, I, I see what you're saying. There's a little bit of a um, you have a point, I guess. Just different. Yeah, well, it's and it's also because of how the 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 scene is now, where where there aren't there yeah there aren't many women in comedy, but you have to kind of have it across the board like equal. Mm-hmm. So when a when a woman does come on the into the scene, it's like oh well, she could be on this show, you know. She, you get more opportunities. Um, in the beginning, I think. Oh yeah, because people want more than more than people want to put a female. Yeah, that's right. what. I, whenever I talk to somebody that I know, whenever I talk to a person that I know that is a per, that is a, a female, I was going to say like has a vagina. I'm trying yeah. to think of a funny way to say that. Whenever I talk to a, a female that is thinking about comedy or asks me, I know if if people you probably get this too when people say, "Oh, you do comedy," then they start to ask you a bunch of questions, right. and you could kind of get the feeling that they maybe want to try it. Whenever I am talking to a female, I kind of let them know. I said, listen, this is how this is the state that it is in right now. If you work really hard, there's female comics, good female comics are in demand. Just like any good comic is in demand, but right now it seems that maybe female comics might be a little bit more in demand just because there's not a lot of them and people want to hear, you know, what yeah. you have to say. So if you get on it, uh, if you get on it and you work hard, you might be able to grab some opportunities that aren't open for everybody. So fucking take advantage yeah, and, of it and, and do it, and, you know. And, quicker than most yeah um but it, it's the same thing though i think they still have to work just as hard if they want to maintain it you know um some of the female comedians we have that are really good like Kristen dyer mm-hmm. she's hilarious you know i think it's crystal crystal dyer yeah, yeah that's what, <laughs> crystal yeah. yeah i always do that and then Kristen blinn christine blinn she's really funny um yeah i had i had crystal here at my house and i call her Kristen. Oh, sorry sorry crystal but anyway no i mean I, I've seen them even starting and now, and they're just hilarious. You know, it's great that they're getting opportunities. But like I see what you're saying. There are a lot of opportunities for females. But you got to be good, though. I still think either way. Oh, yeah. No. You got to be funny. 100%. No. No? No, you don't have to be funny to be a good comedian. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot of uh, ways to go about being a comedian that involve being funny, in my opinion. <laughs> None. 
Well, I think like maybe one. There's like one way. What smashing watermelons? <laughs> yeah. That's funny though. <laughs> or, or talking about airplane food or something. No. I don't what know. is the deal with airplane food, guys? Seriously, because I, they uh, keep saying what's well, the deal, but they never explain what the deal is with it. It's it's not good. And you know what's worse? <laughs> Since you're at such high altitudes, the air is thinner and it inflates those peanut packages. Makes you think there's more in there. You open it up. There's less there's in there. There's six. It's like a peanut seed. What a shitty surprise. Oh, the terrorists shitty. have one. Right. Man. Right, which is kind of. Why people get so <laughs> upset when they're up, up in the sky and, and the, the planes. Okay. Are there any other uh, really touchy subjects we could talk about? Fearing close towards 9-11 <laughs> as, as the day goes on. We Thanks for saving me down that avenue. Uh, we went down. <laughs> hey, all right, look. I was just like, ah, shit. I don't I don't want to say any of this, but. I don't. All right, I do have a an interesting <laughs> note. Uh, in my car right now, I've been carrying around a box cutter. You oh, know yeah. who else carried around box cutters? <laughs> the hijackers on nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I I work with box cutters. I do too. Yeah. Do you? Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, just Mondays and Thursdays. Yeah, that's when I uh, the truck Did arrives at Panera and I have to move the crates around and unload the. Well, then truck we know shipment. we know we're safe then because nine eleven was a Tuesday. So. Was it? Yeah. Oh, man, if they, if it was on a Monday, that would be the worst Monday, right? <laughs> Mondays, am I right, everybody? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, someone's probably made this joke, but there's a dude sitting in his office just like, oh, man, it's fucking 8 on Monday morning. I wish. Just fucking send a plane right into me. <laughs> Your wish is true. God damn it. Or he's like seeing it happen to another tower. He's like. Come on! <laughs> and then just like, Rrr. why couldn't that be me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. So for first, we talk about female comedians and nine eleven. What else can we talk about that's like really touching? Um. Um. What about I, Syria? Peg, what do you guys pegging. think about this? Uh, yeah, pegging. There we go. Pegging or Syria? What should we talk yeah, about? Uh, what if I would peg. love to talk about both. What same if we thing. pegged Syria? <laughs> oh, I think we I are. think we just did. Yeah. 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 Tomahawk warhead. It kind of looks like a peg yeah. uh, machine. Uh, I heard someone say a joke, and they said, uh, um, Trump, like, there was like a me- meeting with Trump, and they were like, hey, we should, uh, we should throw over some, uh, some tomahawks at, uh, at Syria. And he's like, oh, why don't we just launch some missiles? That was a bomb, if I've ever heard one. That is a bomb joke. Yeah, that's a a bomb joke. What are we going to throw next? Bows and arrows? Am I right? Hey, hey, on the scale of 1 to 10. I was just about to go here. (laughs) What's the deal with tomahawk missiles? Now, there's there's this... uh, Why would the most advanced weapon be named after the fucking worst weapon? Why don't they call it laser missiles? (laughs) Or AIDS missiles? Laser beams with sharks attached to their friggin' heads. Let's um, perform an indigenous holocaust, and then we'll name our weapons after the people we destroyed. Ironically, that's hilarious, right? Yeah, we took your weapon and made it so much better. <laughs> and now we could kill so many more people with it. That's going to be so losers. fun in like 100,000 years when people find ancient <coughs> data, and they're going to be like, oh, so the tomahawk was a 60-foot... <laughs> 300 million pound ty- you know fucking that co- death raining missile <laughs> that cost 55 million dollars for one <laughs> not just made out of a piece of tree like the they're gonna be like silly comparing savages. the tomahawk with the fucking handheld tomahawk like <laughs> what these people 
had real, real low expectations for what a tomahawk could be. Like, you know, because one of them, uh, you know, one split of the, yeah. small kindling with, and the other one ends lives in uh, the thousands. Yeah. By the thousands. Yeah. Damn. Anyway. So missiles. So <laughs> missiles, tomahawks. Missiles and tomahawks. Reminds me of Black Ops 1. In my glory days, when I would play that game. Dude, I Video loved game? Black Ops 1. Oh, yeah, the best part about that game is right when it started, you would just throw, oh, the, yeah. throw the tomahawk and you'd get a kill or Insta tomahawk half a kill. Yeah. <laughs> half a kill? <laughs> you get an assist or something, yeah. You can't get an assist with a tomahawk. Yeah, you could. No, it's impossible. Those are a one-touch kill. It does, like, oh. more than 100% damage. Sorry, uh, I only played the yeah, game a couple times. Yeah, I just nerded out on you so <laughs> yeah. hard. Wow. Yeah, you did. Oof. Uh, I played Halo a bunch, but I Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Halo was my shit. Yeah. <clears throat> Halo 2 and 3. Uh, one, I didn't really get to play that much because I didn't have the, the Xbox in, in time. Uh-huh. Yeah, I started two, off two with the L1. Yeah. Did you play on the computer? Yeah, land parties and all that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a, it was a joy. It was a blast. Did you play Counter-Strike at all? No, which one's that? That is the like original um, first-person shooter game on the computer. Oh, really? No, yeah, I did not play it's it. It's by Steam and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I just remember playing it in like '98. I was like oh six. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was killer. It was, it was like Doom, but like you played people online. Oh, all right, yeah, that sounds fun. We would get four people on a at my house. My roommate had it all hooked up, and we'd get four people at our house, and we'd play other people doing missions and stuff yeah it's pretty cool i mean now it's like commonplace everyone does it but back then it was pretty you know we're like oh shit pretty much consumed our lives it was fun yep i mean halo did for a couple winters i think i just stayed inside yeah yep that and skyrim i don't know if you, you ever played that i've heard of it but i never oh, played my it god I, is that the one rogan always talks about i think so yeah yeah it's like a role-playing game and I, I lost an entire three months where I would just, just, I'd wake up, I'd eat some Doritos, <laughs> play the game for like six hours, and then I'd like roll over, take a little nap, and then I'd wake up again and play it. Isn't that cool to live like a paraplegic? For a little bit, just eat some chemicals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the right. only, yeah exactly. The only some time corn. I, yeah. The only time I left my house was to get more gas station food. How old were you? Uh, 20. <laughs> oh, been, how old are you now? 24. I've oh, been like, I was 23. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's like 19, 20, I think. Yeah. yeah, when it first came out. And it's just after yeah. after a while, I kind of snapped out of it. And I think I, it was like a month after I, that, I just sold my Xbox, sold all the video games. I was just like, I can't ever yeah, I need can't to fall into that. Get game. out of the fucking house. Yeah, I have uh, Xbox sitting over there, the 360. I haven't played it in a while. I think the last game I was really into is the Grand Theft Auto Five. I never played online, though. I heard it's really crazy online, but I just beat the game okay. itself. Yeah. 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 I've, I've played it at my friend's house because I don't have a game mm. game console anymore. So Sold it for crack. No, actually, I actually um, I sold it because I was going on a date. And I didn't have any money. Ooh. So I sold my Xbox. What if she bought it? You're like on Craigslist, like, I desperately need to get rid of this for a date, please. And she's like, oh my god, finally. I can get this game, and then I'll have something to do tonight, and I can stand this fucking guy up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't happen, because I took it to GameStop. Sorry. 
How'd it go? Eagle exchange. It was uh... Eagle exchange. You got a hand job for the. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to go out either now. <laughs> it was. Uh, I think I got like a hundred and ten bucks for it, and then uh, we went to the um, Lake Compounds uh, Trail Terror. Oh yeah. And I did get a hand job. Ooh, so, see, I'm like psychic. Got it. Well, got it in the <laughs> in the. Uh, the Ferris wheel because it's it, the the. Did you shoot off the side? <laughs> like, <laughs> Mom, a bird just pooped on me. That's good luck. And just said we had a blanket, uh, so I think yeah, blanket over. Yeah. Uh, so it's just in the blanket. Nice. And now that blanket's yeah. on Andrew Wang's bed. <laughs> mm. No, it's actually I. I took That's it, a real I, AIDS quilt. I took it into GameStop <laughs> for an equal exchange. <laughs> And they gave you herpes here. Here's three herpes for here. What if you could just trade in anything gamer at GameStop and not just like you could trade in gamer jizz? Like uh, <laughs> I don't know, jizz. like a bunch Code of Clearasil. Code red Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of Clearasil, some Mountain Dew, and um, like I don't know, a pair of underwear that you've worn for 15 days in a row. <laughs> oh, you're true to the cause. Oh, absolutely. What What is the longest you've ever worn a pair of underwear i don't want to be honest with you on <laughs> you this question <laughs> uh no well i really did not have uh good hygiene growing up like after i was a baby it was just completely fucked up because i didn't know how to like i didn't know after routines. you were a baby so like I didn't know routines of cleaning Three? myself. Your parents just kind of gave up on you. They were just. They like, didn't even give up. It's like they both thought the other one was like teaching me how to shower, <laughs> <laughs> so I would just go like a month <laughs> with just stewing in my own Yeesh. just scent, dude. How old were you? Uh, this was getting towards sixth grade. Oh, okay. Uh, it was so fucked up, dude. So you were I have the smelly real kid. Yeah, I have real bad self-conscious uh, feelings about my scent now. Like. I get so paranoid when I get high. I'm like looking around at everyone. I'm like, is that me? I, I think I think you just do anyway, though. Don't you just get paranoid anyway when when you smoke? Yeah, but specifically, I just, have like just paranoid thoughts one. about how I smell. Like, un. I mean, it's it's already paranoid as you said, but just to have that extra layer and have it be specific, and have everybody think that I fucking smell like shit, and then I'm trying to enjoy smoking. Ugh. Ugh. Really ruins it, especially if I do smell like shit. Right. Well, that's why you gotta me. wipe real well. That's all. That'll take what, care of that. What? What was that word? Wipe. What does that mean? <laughs> have you ever not oh. wiped well enough, and you just have an itchy asshole for a while? Oh yeah. Smell you all the time, and you. And then it smells, and it well, gets. What's the longest you've gone without wearing your underwear? Yeah. This uh, is wearing the same pair. Um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I usually change them out pretty regularly but uh maybe when i was younger i don't know dude i'm old takes by me a change lot to it out back. you mean you turn them inside out yeah right? I turn them inside out oh yeah totally got to do that move um I, I went backpacking one time uh for 10 years and never showered i was like for i think four days or something and yeah. uh you know i think i had two pair of underwear but everybody on the yeah. trails is yeah 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 so fucking hiking hard and they're wearing the same shit and it's not you know, it's funny. The reason, one of the big reasons, well, I mean, also I did like to clean myself, but I, when I was younger, I think I went through the kind of the same thing where I didn't shower as much, uh, like, and then it became this big thing. So I would shower every day and I got kind of paranoid about smelling. And then when I went to the Marine Corps, um, they, that's one thing. It's funny. You never would think that, 
But in the Marine Corps, they you have to because I guess there's a lot of nasty people that join the Marines. I don't really think about it this way. But every day that you shower uh, in boot camp, you'd have to stand out there and you'd be, I think, naked or in just like, I think just underwear, like skivvy underwear. And you have to stand there with your hands out and your feet, you know, everything. So when they came by, you'd have to flip your hands so they yeah. could check and make sure you didn't have any injuries. And also they would like this one guy. I remember they got a Q-tip. This guy was from Maine, like the woods of Maine, and they got a Q-tip. And this is so just to set the stage in boot camp, there's anywhere between sixty to eighty people in your platoon. So there's about seventy-five of us standing um, on both sides of this room, facing each other, standing at attention, uh, naked, uh, naked, just in underwear. And behind us are our bunk beds. So all the bunk beds are lined up. We're just standing in front of them, and in the middle is this hall. The drill instructor walks up and down. Basically, it's like you know twenty feet of room on each side, and it goes down probably about. 150 feet, I'd say. So a big, wide open area. So there were three of them walking around looking. One guy, they take a Q-tip and they stick it in his ear. And it's like the grossest thing oh, ever. And man. then they just proceed to scream at him for being a nasty motherfucker and, gro- <laughs> and all this shit. So it's like this dude either killed himself or now he has the cleanest ears ever. You know what I mean? It's like one of those scenarios. That's how hard they hit him. But they would do that to a lot of people. And especially with smells. So they'd always be conscious like you couldn't smell your feet couldn't smell your you know you always had to be clean and wear deodorant and all this stuff so that was good so that's kind of in the back of my head too all the time so i'm always I you mean, know what i, think I don't want to stink because dude, of people i gotta but, say it's disrespectful for the military to create such separatist ideals between you uh the marines and people in the middle east like, <laughs> they're just breeding all this hate. dissent and hate yeah, you stink we don't stink anti-muslim you know ideals that you're instilling <laughs> in these marines it's fucked up man yeah it's and, rough. and no butt fucking either extra butt fucking right <laughs> i could have swore East, yeah. that that story was gonna wind up with the dude taking the swab and just whipping it along his taint and just <laughs> sniffing and be like your fucking shitty ass needs to be cleaned now <laughs> your ass stinks you didn't wipe now. you didn't wipe well enough you're out of your mind i was amazed when the q-tip wound up in an actual Ear? Q-tip hole. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. It was gross. It was, it was great. Swab like the guy's name Glidden. I still remember it. He looked like a little Glidden. little troll. Yeah. Good dude. Yeah. Though. He's got I a mean, troll name. Yeah. yeah. He just had. He's like bad ears. <laughs> and then they put. Oh man, that poor guy. So many people. I this one guy went crazy. I saw an actual guy go insane. It was nice. Um, it was nice. Yeah. You guys want to hear the story? I guess. So there was this. <laughs> Basically, you get an hour of free time every day after in boot camp. After you know they were done treating like shit, you get an hour where you can write letters and all this stuff. So we would normally do that and kind of joke around. And the drill instructor would stay in his little room. So as long as you weren't really loud, they wouldn't come out. But this one guy would take everything so seriously. Like whenever we try to joke about something, he's like, "You got to take this seriously. This isn't a joke. This isn't a joke." And then one day, um, we were out the rifle range, and there's a really bad storm. It was downpouring. So they said, everyone grab a rifle, and we'll get back in. So we got in line, marched back in. We're in our soaking wet clothes, and uh, our, like 10 minutes later, this officer comes in. This um, He's our company commander, so pretty high up, and he has a rifle in his hand. We're like, oh, shit, that's not good. So somebody left a rifle at the range. <sighs> so what happened was everyone just grabbed a random one, and when they got back, everyone exchanged to make sure because our names were on them. They had them in tape. And this one guy didn't get his rifle back, but he never said anything. So it wasn't his fault. But it became his fault when he decided not to tell anybody because he was scared. So once they found out his rifle, it was his rifle, they just basically screamed at him and, like, made him do push-ups and all this stuff. And uh, he just, like, really was having a bad time at it because they, they fucked with us, too, because that's what they would do. If one person screwed up, everybody uh, yeah, paid. Every, everybody fucked so we had that. these soaking wet clothes on. They would make us get 
undress and dress and undress in these soaking wet clothes like three or four times and uh, just made us run around and all this crazy that stuff. That sucks. Yeah. So. Out of everything you just said, that would fucking drive uh, me insane. Dude, it was. It was because it was, it, there was, uh, it was cold anyway. It was South Carolina. And I think there was like air conditioning or something. No, there wasn't air conditioning. I'm lying about that. For some reason, it was cold though in the barracks. We didn't have air conditioning. Though. I don't even know. So how I was wait, where about you, that. you were? Ellis Island. Uh, Paris Island. Paris Island. Yeah. God, not Ellis, <laughs> Ellis Island. Island. Paris Island. <laughs> so, uh, so this guy. Yeah, first part of Marines, you got to become an American citizen. <laughs> we'll change your name to Bill Froman. <laughs> Bill Froman. Same Brandon thing. Brandon Smith. Oh yeah. Right, Brandon <laughs> Smith. There it is. So this kid, at uh, that night, he like tried to escape. He just tried to leave because everyone gave him so much shit, and they caught him. And the next thing we knew, we saw him the next day, and he had a, uh, he had like a bathrobe on, which is really weird because we always wore camouflage stuff or just like I said, like shorts and a t-shirt that was all the same. He comes in with his bathrobe and he's like shaking, and like we're trying to talk to him, and the dude just fucking gone. And they ended up letting him go. They well, because he was at the hospital. They brought him to the hospital, and he got caught. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're like, see, you told you should have laughed, yeah. And I was happy because he was the tallest one, and then once he left, I was the tallest one. So I was like, fuck you. Nice. Oh, no, I yeah. didn't really think that. I was kind of like, ugh, but I don't know. Yeah. That's why you liked watching him go fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. You bastard. So that was a fun story. Yeah, it was. I mean, that, that kind of sucks. That's uh, So did you guys sing that song, This Is My Rifle? This Is this My Rifle, This Is My Gun. Yeah. You know, we all had to name our rifles, and we had to Did you name your gun, them. too, or did you already have one? Oh, I had a name for my gun. No. Yeah. From birth? Yeah. Joe Reddington's... Uh, Joe toy. Reddington's binky. Cocksucker. Cocksucker. That was like 1994. You probably were like, what? Two. Five, two. Yeah. Two. So. <laughs> that was a wild laugh you just had. <laughs> binky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, I'm oh, a pedophile now. Damn, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, Shit. if someone and named I their dick women, the pacifier. <laughs> the pacifier. <laughs> All right. Jared from Subway, that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, probably because it's the size and fleshy shaped of a pacifier. Hey, yeah. hey. Uh, so he was just trying to eat fresh, guys. Oh, how many people said that at an open mic, I wonder? That's just, on an album. That's on albums, mm. that oh. joke. It is. Yeah. Probably. It's um, going to be on mine. A million albums. I, uh, so you're taping your album soon, I heard, uh, Andrew Manning, right? Your first well, I hour am. T- uh, I'm, taping, uh, my, I'm taping a Comedy Central hour this week. Uh, it's Jim Gaffigan's. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool. Are you, are you going to have a DVD, too? A DVD recording? I, I heard that. No, it's just uh, TV, DVR. You okay. just, yeah, just stealing jokes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, stealing jokes from famous comedian Darren Sacrist. Oh, that's okay. Mm. So you guys have any shows tonight? I'm at the Funny Bone. Jim Florentine's headlining. Funny Bone. You're hosting? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How do you get so many hosting gigs over there, dude? That's awesome. Mm, Did you I, have to? He's yeah, not, not going to tell you. No, I swear to God. it's. I think he doesn't book hosts normally, and um, he's either trying to give me a chance because he – likes me, which I don't think that is the case. Well, you wouldn't think that, of course. No, but I just don't think that's the case because of how he behaves. I mean, he's he's nice to me. Mm -hmm. He's friendly, uh, definitely more friendly than just pure professional. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think it's really that just no other hosts are in his, like... Click? Or, like, well, his, like, on his radar? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. On his radar That's is cool. a better term. Maybe awesome, click. Man. I don't know. Either Maybe. way, who cares? Yeah. As long as you're getting the time. Yeah, I mean, as long you as know. you're getting it, man. Fuck it, yeah. As, as long as I mean, obviously you're, you're good, it. or else he wouldn't be giving. It's not like it's just easier to book a shitty person. He still has to find someone that's good. So you're doing a good job, I guess. If he's still calling you, I don't know. That's, I got I got dude. good feedback at the poker table. I mean, yeah, so that's yeah, that was a dude. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that kid is dudes. so funny. Uh, I I should have been recording it. I should have like did a Facebook Live thing and been like, yeah, talk, what would you say to Andrew Manning? If I see him again, I'll do that. <laughs> Do you think you're going to see that guy again at the poker table? Yeah, the poker table's small. Uh, poker world is, like, small. I always run into the same freaking people. It's crazy. I ran into people in, like, Florida and Vegas and shit that I know. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, you said earlier you ran into that guy once before, right? And that's how you... Him, I used to... Yeah, I played with him at a spot in West Haven. That's when I brought right. that up. He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I remember you. He's like, you used to have, like, a mohawk or something, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, you used <laughs> to be black, right? I'm like, yeah, I was black, remember? Uh, black and had a pink mohawk. Yeah. Right? Was it pink? And weren't uh, you five feet tall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Once, and I ate yeah. this magic mushroom, and it changed my whole world. Uh, I did. I spray-painted it pink for her. I had, like, hair dye. I did it pink a couple times, yeah. Nice. For breast cancer? Oh, uh, this is Autism Awareness Month. Anybody ooh. have a special message for the autistic? Two, three, <laughs> eight, eight, six. you do. Four, two, three, eight, six. <laughs> <laughs> Dash, dash, dad, dad, Someone dash. just perked up and like turned into a Russian spy. <laughs> yeah, they did. They're like, I need to kill the president. They're probably giving a hand job. Yeah. Given our state with or, or throw a tomahawk at him. Yeah. Um, well, well, not uh, now. They don't. They definitely don't. Uh, Russians don't like Trump now, though. If he why? sent missiles to Syria, because they were backing up Syria. That's the whole reason that people. The some the the little bit of pr- people that are like against this whole thing that happened were kind of saying that hey that we don't want to start a war with Russia guys what are you doing, right yeah. right but I mean haven't they been spying on us so like the Russians wouldn't they have yeah wouldn't they have known well, yeah that, we, we that spy we were gonna other. fucking launch oh yeah I, I think we probably let them know because we didn't. by spying you mean they are following Trump on Twitter <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah exactly yeah, no hundred percent yeah we need direct information from the White House. <laughs> Go on to Twitter. Yeah. I cannot log on. I forgot my password. Don't oh, know. No KGB this week. <laughs> yeah. Their, their account is just a fucking girl with big tits out. It's like yeah. one mutual follower, and it's like, oh, yeah, let's let's have her follow POTUS. POTUS and Donald J. Trump. The real Donald J. Trump. The real Donald Day Trump Day J. All right. Her name is like Slutomir Pussy. Slutomir Pussy. I <laughs> yeah, like it's it. just Vladimir, that gay face poster <laughs> of him Slutomir. that was circulating. <laughs> yeah, with him on the horse. Yeah. yeah. That got banned pussy. in Russia. What Why? Did? This photo that somebody somebody photoshopped uh, Putin to look like he was wearing some sort oh, of like yeah. gaudy, like borderline <laughs> feminine clown makeup, and it made him look gay, he thinks, and so the, the Photoshop edit was banned. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you ban something that somebody could just literally recreate with like crayons. Uh, prop man, it's just because I'm sure we'll figure. Because we'll, we'll find out soon. That's I'm why sure. he yeah. don't worry. Because he can. That's yeah. fucking creepy. The way this country's going, we'll we'll find out soon what it's yeah. like to be banned. <laughs> oh yeah. What? Oh well, if this is the end, I'm yeah. Shut up. Podcast practice three end. is now banned from the airwaves <laughs> and the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, uh, you got any gigs coming up? Uh, 420, I'm going to be at Comics at Mohican Sun at the 10 p.m. show. It's a bringer. I need me to bring me some people. So if you're out there and you want to 
smoke weed. We, yeah. We're going to smoke weed <laughs> with me on 420. Come to the show. Buy a ticket for $10. Say you're there to see Brandon, and I will totally smoke weed with you after the show. Allegedly. Only in Massachusetts because it's legal there. Andrew Manning, you got any shows coming up? Mm, yeah, Jim Florentine's at the Funny Bone tomorrow. I don't know when this is coming up. And uh, other than that, if you really want to see a show of mine, hit me up on Facebook. I'll buy you a donut if you come to one of my shows because of that. And also, since is it, it is Autistic Awareness Month, does anybody have a message for me? Uh, yeah. Uh, Are you autistic? Uh, no. Actually, I don't. Oh, I do want to shout out um, my other <laughs> podcasts. Uh, so Pat Oates is sad. I'm the I'm the uh, producer slash kind of co-host of that. I'm the springboard for Pat Oates. So it's good, especially if you're a Connecticut comedian, because we get into talking a lot about those people. I should say he does. And then I just started a podcast this week called B and E. I'm very excited about, and it's going to be it's like current events kind of thing, a little political, a little uh, newsy. And little, okay. Brandon and Eric, my friend Eric, his name is Smith. Also, oh nice. That's what we're calling it for now. We might change it. I don't so know. So are you get you're being being into B and E? Yeah, Maybe we're breaking and entering. B Smith, like capital B E, and then Smith. Yeah, there you go. B Smith. All right. Hey, it's something we the first episode we just put out. We did um. You can do it on YouTube too. I we did a video, so you can kind of we kind of like talk about our political affiliations, kind of like how we believe, uh, like what our thoughts are on that whole thing, so you know where we're coming from. Don't yeah. throw up. <laughs> so, how many podcasts are you on, Brandon? Like six. six. Um, also, do one for my DJ company for Lights Camera DJs called The Is, and that's more of a shorter one. We usually keep it ten to fifteen minutes, and we just talk about things pertaining to DJing and weddings and stuff like that. Yo, here's how you record, and here's how you spin. <laughs> my next, uh, uh, look for my next podcast soon. It's going to be how to take a shit because I basically just podcasting about everything I do. So I'm going to be <laughs> podcasting on how to correctly take a shit. That's going to be video two. It's going to be called Taking One gonna, with B. Going to live feed it. You're gonna, you have your taking a two. <laughs> going to live two with feed. B. You don't need an E because it exited exit out of my. Well, B. the thing it people don't realize, which people need uh, to know, is when you're taking a shit, you shouldn't have to push. It should just come out naturally. When you push, that's the problem. Oh, really? Push it really I right. fucking cranked no, one out earlier. <laughs> yeah, guys. Guys, like, you, don't, you don't take a shit, you leave You leave a, a shit, okay? Like a ratchet. I would just wind up and try to force it out of my body. Oh, <laughs> it hurts. Joe, what do you got coming up? Yeah, Joe. Uh, this Thursday, I'll be in Middletown. Um, Ooh. I'm opening, um, well, I'm doing a, a little Ooh. guest spot. Peacher's uh, on the show, and so is Joe List. Oh, um, yeah, I heard about that. And, uh, and who else is on the show? Wait, wait, Peacher's on the show, and as a side note, also, just, you know, in case you were wondering, Joe List is on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's Beecher, Beecher, very funny guy, and then this guy, Joe List. Oh, uh, I, I got another poker story that ties in with that, the dealer. When we were talking about comedy, he's like, oh, he was he was pretty cool before that, you know, whatever. And he was like, oh, you, you do comedy? He goes, I have a friend, because he's from Boston. He's like, I have a friend that I grew up with that does comedy. I see him once in a while. He's really funny. He's like, I haven't seen him in a while. He goes, have you heard of him? His name is Joe List. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, I heard of him. I was like, yeah. I'm like, did you see the new Louis C.K. special? He goes, no. He go, he was the one who brought him up and was hugging him right before. So right. he's like, really? I go, yeah. He's like, wow, that's awesome. So, yeah. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, right? Fucking small world. But uh, anyway, so you're going to be you're gonna be on a show with Joe List, how's that make you feel? Got to be uh, excited, right? Well, yeah, I'm excited. And then I was actually I was having a conversation with somebody um, this at Wednesday, 
and they were like, hey, uh, <laughs> you ready to eat shit in front of Joe List? And I'm like, yep, that's, uh, that's about right. That's probably what's Yeah, but happen. that's – No, no, no. But no, see, no. you got to remember, though, even Joe List – even though he's a hilarious comedian, he went through all this shit, so I'm sure he's eating shit, and you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Oh, no, I, I know, but I know that a lot of comics are going to be there just because it's Joe List. Like, yeah. there's a lot of people from uh, that have seen my shit. Oh. So it's just, I know there's probably going to be, like, probably 15, 20 people who are just going to be standing there and just being like, delish. Oh, I should come there and cross my arms and yeah. stare at you. Yep. I, I and go, Boo! Boo, Joe Reddington. Well, yeah, I'd probably uh, do better if that was the Boo, case. your skinny penis. You, know, you should just Dude, whip you it just, out. you just killed my... J- you should just whip it out. That's a punchline on one of my jokes, man. Bruh. You just ruined it. <laughs> the very skinny punchline. Oh, <laughs> hey. Hey. All right. Uh, are we done with this thing, or are we still... Uh... No, no, we're still going. Okay. Because, uh... <laughs> There's, I mean, <laughs> what, what else you got coming up? Uh, so no, let's just review what we talked about today. We talked yeah. about why I hate women. We yeah, we, about, we we definitely pissed off some women. Not I why, but oh, we talked about women in comedy. Oh yeah, we talk, talked about women in comedy and why Joey should just shut the fuck up. We uh we talked about uh improv uh for a good twenty minutes, which was, was cool, I guess. Uh, uh, what else? <laughs> we what talked else? about nine eleven. Oh nine eleven. Nine eleven. We talked about the twelve podcasts. Uh, Tom Hawk missiles, on, um, and we talked about the the guy who went insane with the bathrobe. We mm-hmm. talked about hygiene. Uh, talk, yeah, talked about wearing underwear, stinking, and, and how you just shouldn't wear it at all. Just go commando. Yeah, totally. Um, and uh, we also, I think, we ended with uh, 